Happy Friday, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Markets, your favorite dairy podcast. Markets are experiencing a bit of a meltdown this week with nonfat dry milk, cheddar cheese blocks, and cheddar barrels, each losing about 10 cents per pound within the CME weekly spot averages. Dry whey prices also fell, but to a lesser extent, while butter prices are actually higher from a week ago. On just Wednesday of this week, butter settled at a fresh eight-year high of $3.06 per pound. Lucas, let's just cut to the chase here. Is nonfat dry milk just a byproduct of butter at this point? Why the disparity in price of all these products? It was another wild week to watch some of these markets. Uh, I'm not sure I'll answer your question directly, Alyssa, but that disparity is quite striking. I think basically some various supply and demand factors are kind of fueling all these markets. Butter, the industry is looking closely at stocks and eagerly anticipating the peak demand season, hoping that supply is ample enough to supply the anticipated need. That will keep prices firmly supported here in the coming weeks. Yeah, you're right. At $3.06 per pound, we tied the third highest CME spot price on record, going all the way back to uh, the highs of 2014 and 2015 to find anything comparable to this current market. Nonfat weakening uh, today, Friday, as we record this, we saw another sell-off with quite a bit of volume exchanged at the CME spot market. And yeah, on the cheese side of things, uh, further weakness, uh, another week of declines here as supply is ample and demand concerns are abundant. Consumers facing inflation and impending recession and a variety of other factors that are looking not so good for cheese demand here into the coming months. We got quite a bit of data this week that we can dig into, both on the foreign and domestic side of things. We saw a GDT auction, we had U.S. dairy exports, and also yesterday, dairy products and dry stocks data. Uh, where should we start, Alyssa? I'd love to know what some of the key takeaways were on that dairy products report. Yeah, yesterday afternoon, Thursday afternoon, we did get that report. There were some interesting takeaways, nothing uh, too jarring, though, in some of these numbers. On the cheese side of things, another month of growth as expected and cheddar output returning to growth versus prior year as well. Butter, higher versus prior year, maybe a little bit surprising, but as I mentioned, not necessarily impactful to the market as the industry looks closely at stocks this time of year. On the nonfat dry milk side of things, uh, it was yet again another month of weaker output with stocks still below prior year levels, but against a pretty strong prior year, stocks are up nearly 100 million pounds from the recent low set last October. I think the bearish uh, uh, parts of the data that we did get from this report are on the WPC and lactose side of things. WPC stocks very strong at multi-year highs, and we saw yet another monthly build. Lactose as well, production is strong, and stocks are very burdensome. Uh, lactose prices have been fairly unchanged in recent months, though, so I don't know if we have a lot of variability in price to come, but certainly no increases expected here after this data. Thank you for that lovely recap and that fresh report, Lucas. Let's head back to the beginning of the week, shall we? Tuesday was the anticipated global dairy trade event, and it was certainly just as bearish as the market was anticipating. 
Following a five-year low in July purchasing volumes from the region, North Asia, typically represented mostly by China, kicked off August with the lightest purchasing volume on record for the beginning of this month, which is typically when China's purchases pick up on a seasonal basis. Pre-pandemic, basically taking the average uh, between 2015 to 2019, North Asia's purchasing typically increased 61% from the last July auction to the first August event. But into this year, the increase was just 9%. All winning prices came in negative as buyers remain very nervous to build inventory during a time of uncertain consumer demand. Historical patterns are pretty much no longer holding up in these emotionally driven markets that seem to be incredibly unpredictable. Yeah, it was interesting to see China not show up here as we would expect on that seasonal basis. As you, of course, mentioned, all eyes continue to look at New Zealand as well as we start to ramp up production down there. Uh, From the U.S., uh, we also got export volumes and import volumes in June. Dairy exports continue to be quite impressive from the U.S. It was yet an all uh, it was an all time high for the month of June, uh, aligned with a recent trend that has been ongoing for five consecutive months now. It was an all time high month for cheese exports, cheddar shipments specifically, the third highest of any month in history. Cheese exports up 31% versus prior year. A lot of that, of course, I think booked over the past several months when US cheese prices were very competitive versus the rest of the world. Fat shipments higher as well. Uh, and also aligned with trend non-fat dry melt still weaker versus the very strong 2021 volumes that we saw. We don't really expect that to change in the coming months as well. Probably a bit more red to come on future non-fat dry milk shipments. Notably, dry way back to the green. We're kind of reaching easier prior year comparable numbers uh, once China stopped buying into the uh, latter months of 2021. Makes it much easier to achieve those prior year volumes. Yeah, and European indices sold off as well as a result of this global price deterioration. This is particularly concerning for European skim milk powder manufacturers as costs have increased significantly and milk availability remains low. Sources close to high ground have stated that drying costs have more than doubled from prior year, meaning that further deterioration in price would really hurt margins and likely lead to less production in an already tight atmosphere. Thanks for that, Alyssa. I think that does it for us this week. Looking forward to next week, uh, not as much on the uh, report or data side of things, but still a few things to look forward to. GDT is having their first Uh, off-week pulse auction with a little bit of whole milk powder offered for sale. And we will be watching closely to see how that plays out on Tuesday the 9th. We get a WASD report next week, which should show us USDA's updated expectations for prices and milk production, both in 2022 and into 2023. I will be traveling to Idaho to attend the IMPA Uh, annual meeting in Sun Valley on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So if any of our listeners are there, I look forward to seeing you there. In addition, the whole team will be working on our monthly forecast report that will be published on the 15th of the month as usual. So we will be looking at anything and everything on the domestic and global side of the situation and, uh, 
putting out our new price forecasts in these increasingly volatile markets. That does it from us this week. Uh, Thanks for listening. As always, cheers. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you're interested in receiving more information as well as our analysis, please visit highgrounddairy.com to request a free 30-day trial today. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Thank you.